0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome back to the Cherry Picking Podcast featuring Andre Cherry Picking Cherry, Philadelphia's favorite college football mind. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. You are now tuned in to the Cherry Picking Podcast with your host, Andre Cherry. Hey everyone, thank you for downloading another episode of the Cherry Picking Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Cherry, and thank you for for downloading the show. We are in the middle of this COVID-19 or coronavirus pandemic, and it is approximately day 11 that I'm recording this podcast episode today, and hope you all are staying safe if you're listening to this. I hope you are following the guidelines and the guidance of healthcare professionals Such as staying indoors, such as washing your hands for about 20 seconds with uh, hot water and soap, and using hand sanitizer where water and soap aren't immediately available. Don't touch your face. Don't touch other people's faces. Don't stand within six feet of one another or stand at least six feet apart from the next person. Don't stay in groups of 10 or more people. Basically, just keep your butt inside. Is the guidelines that we're hearing now? If you're in America, this pandemic is crazy. I certainly, didn't think this would be how 2020 would start. We are towards the end of March, and it's been a crazy few months to the new year. I was really optimistic entering into 2020. I was thinking this was going to be a good year, and it still can be. It's just this pandemic has really thrown a wrench in things, uh, such as family vacation plans such as sporting events and live entertainment being canceled such as folks dying and getting sick and it's it's crazy this is the craziest thing I would have ever imagined for my life right now like I'm 33 years old I have a family we live in Philly And I just, I would have never envisioned this or imagined this. And it's crazy that this is the reality that we are, the reality that we are now all in. And so I just hope you all are staying safe, taking the guidance. And I hope you are all staying sane because I don't know about you guys, but it's been, it's been a challenge adjusting to this new normal. And I I think for the most part, my partner and I are doing well with trying to co-parent and also get our work done. Uh we both have jobs that uh I guess you I guess you could say are essential jobs. I mean, we are definitely staying busy. I myself I work in healthcare, so I definitely have been busy and it almost feels as if it almost feels as if it's business as usual or business as normal which is good. You know, I'm, I'm blessed to have a job and blessed that, you know, I'm able to go to work and try to help people every day. I work remotely. I work from home. And so now the challenge has been working from home while also watching Zola and then also giving my partner the time to do her work as well. So for this first week or so, I've been watching Zola in the mornings and then I've been switching out with Sarah in the afternoons and it's just, it's, it's Crazy because to be honest, if I'm being honest, working from home before COVID nineteen or before coronavirus almost felt like an escape from reality. Meaning, even though I'm still working and I'm still doing you know, still doing a a, a hard hard day's work virtually at home, it was a break from just the everyday responsibilities of being a partner and then also being a father to my daughter. Like my daughter goes to daycare, my partner goes to an office. So working from home was really like my time for about eight hours in the day. I had my time at home and even though I'm working, you know, I'm able to multitask and do other things that I need to do around the house or things that I need to do for myself and it, it was a break from reality. Now with this outbreak and this pandemic, the reality is, is changed, you know, we're, we are all home together, which has been, it has been a blessing in, in, in some ways, you know, I I would never have gotten this opportunity to spend with Zola, uh, you know, during the days, um, during, during the days of the week, you know, I wouldn't have had this opportunity to spend time with Zola at home, and play with her and see her develop and just have fun with my daughter. Because she's at daycare and I'm working. So in one way, it's a blessing to have us all indoors together. You know, we all are safe at home. And that's been a true blessing. But on the other hand, it's definitely been a challenge trying to manage the workload and then also make sure, you know, my daughter's eating and, you know, she's having fun and she's being preoccupied you know, she's about to be two years old uh, in a couple months here. And she, I don't know that she knows what's going on. I, I know that she misses her friends, probably her daycare friends, but she doesn't know that the entire world is dealing with this pandemic and that everyone is freaking out and that, you know, mom and dad are stressed at times. She doesn't really know that because she's a kid and she shouldn't. And I tried to have fun with her. I try to I try to make her just have a a great time, you know, and just have a fun time with her dad. And, you know, she has a fun time with mom, certainly, but it's just, this new reality is crazy. It really is. And, you know, there are blessings to be found uh, during this pandemic. Like I said, spending time with my family that I would would not have had that opportunity before, but it is a little troubling to just be stuck indoors like this and not really knowing when we'll get our opportunity to go back outside again. This term social distancing, you hear it a lot if you watch the news or if you watch TV. Social distancing is the, the big buzzword right now. Social distancing. And to me, I feel as if we had already been practicing social distancing from one another. Our phones, all this technology is... At our disposal, easily at our disposal, at our fingertips, and I feel like we, as a society, are heavily dependent on our phones. You know, I'm, I'm speaking for myself. I mean, I'm I'm on my phone when I'm bored. I'm on my phone when I'm just chilling at the house, just killing time. It just, I just feel like we're we're not as connected as we used to be. And like I said, I'm only in my 30s, but like in the 90s, certainly we were more connected. I think as People to people than uh, we are now, which is just through our phone, text to text. And certainly, phones can connect people, and it's a great tool. If you're on the other side of the world, or if you you have your grandparents who are old, you're not able to see them. Or in my case, I, my my parents are in Chicago. I'm in Philly, so we FaceTime with my parents all the time, so that Zola gets FaceTime with her grandparents. Like that, it's cool. It's a cool tool. I'm not gonna lie. But I'm just saying, I feel like we had already been practicing social distancing. We, we're, not as, uh, we're not as comfortable connecting human to human, person to person. And I hope that when we get on the other side of this, that we go back to human interaction and, and, and trying to genuinely enjoy our time with other people. Because I, I don't know what to do with myself. I just, I don't know what to do. And it's like a routine, you know, go to work. I'll try to work out somehow. I'm, I'm trying to stay in shape. So I'm trying to either work from home. We have a home workout area or I'll go on runs occasionally. So I'm going to try to keep that up as we go through this pandemic, but definitely miss the human interaction. And I, I find it crazy because you find the memes online and some of the stuff you see on Twitter that there's going to be a huge surge in pregnancies Once we get out of this pandemic Or while we're in this pandemic There's going to be a huge surge of pregnancies But honestly I feel like if you're stuck inside with your partner I'm hoping that you Get out of this pandemic Still a couple Because I bet I bet there'll probably be a lot of breakups This is a tough time for a lot of people To be with your significant other For that long 24-7 365 or however long this will be. I mean, hopefully it's not a year, but I feel like being indoors with your partner or significant other can only lead to fights and maybe breakups. But if you have a good relationship, if you have a good foundation, you guys are strong, you can make it for sure. But I think where folks will see, where we'll see the most pregnancies and people going buck wild is when we get out of the pandemic. I feel like there's going to be a ton of people partying, there's going to be a ton of people hitting hitting up the bars or the restaurants, hitting up happy hours, socializing, just trying to reconnect with people that they haven't seen for a month or so. I mean, we're heading towards being indoors for a month. I don't know if it'll be longer than that, but if it is, you, you get my point. By this summer, people are going to be going buck wild. They're going to have a good time, rightfully so. I mean... I can't wait to have a nice cocktail out at a nice bar or a nice restaurant with my partner and just have a good time. And I'm sure people are anxious to have that opportunity to do so again. And I think we're all looking forward to that. And I'm, I'm sure as soon as we get outside of this pandemic, you're going to see people, people having a good time. And I think that's when you're going to see the baby boom. When we get out of this pandemic, people are out mingling social- socializing, having a good time and i I think if it's by this summer, I mean I think there there's no better time than this summer to hopefully get outside of this pandemic and get outdoors and have a good time again. but that's just my my opinion but yeah, it's been crazy how have you How have you guys been adjusting to life indoors now? I mean for the most part, because I work from home the the biggest thing that's changed is the fact that my partner and my daughter are home with me, but I'm used to working from home and I'm used to being alone. And it was an adjustment the first time I had to do it because I I consider myself a social person. I enjoy human interaction. I, enjoy, I enjoyed going into an office every day just to see my coworkers. And it was a chance to get away from my life at home. So I'm going to work for eight hours or whatever the case may be. I'm doing my job, doing a doing a hard day's work and then coming home where I could actually look forward to coming home. You work so long throughout the day every day and you look forward to coming home because then you can see your partner, you can see your child, you can see your bed and and have a nice sleep, a good night's sleep. So I don't know, it's just I think the way that we do things now will be a lot different. Like I'm wondering if More corporations will allow their employees to work from home now because social distancing is a thing. And I hope that when we come back out of this, that, you know, we're able to come back together. But I'm curious to see what will happen with the movie industry. I love going to movies, but I'm wondering if it makes more sense now to stream stuff directly to your homes. Like, will that be the new wave of movies in the 2020s and beyond will movie theaters go out of business will um, independent restaurants and bars will they sh- have to shut down because folks won't want to go out and be around people like I-, I just I'm curious to see what this new future will look like it's it really is intriguing because I feel like we are in the middle of um, or in the beginning of change for the future and I don't I'm not saying that it'll be all good. I'm not saying that it'll be all bad, but I'm curious to see what comes out of this pandemic because i I feel as if big change is headed our way, and so it's a little scary, but then, like I said, I hopefully we change for the better, whatever that may be. Hopefully we have technology that uh helps us i guess in the future if we ever had to deal with this again i don't I don't know, but I'm just really curious to see what will happen in the future. I'm curious to see what will happen with sports. I never would have imagined to have no sports right now. That everything completely shut down... And there is no timetable for when it will return. MLB was supposed to start their opening day today. Can you believe that? it feels so long ago since... I guess it was about a week or two ago... Since all the leagues had decided to suspend action... And so we were at the end of spring training for the MLB, and then uh, Rob Manfred just put the kibosh on it until, uh, until a later date. But it feels like spring training was so long ago, and it was only about a week or two ago that MLB was in the middle of the spring training. And they were getting ready for the start of the season, which would have been today. And it's just crazy to think that we may have a summer without baseball. Or if we have baseball, it'll be a shortened season, I'm sure. Because there is no timetable for when action will resume. And it's crazy because I had a bachelor party this summer. I I still do, technically. uh, For the end of May for a buddy of mine uh, that I grew up with. And we were all paid up by... I'm the best man, so I did all my work to get everything set up so that my buddy would have a good time, my buddy Dan, and now it's looking like we may not even have baseball or if we do, I I don't even know if we'll be able to go to the bleachers uh, at Wrigley Field or the rooftops rather, the rooftops at Wrigley Field. Uh, I don't know that that will actually happen because some folks are saying we may have baseball, but when it comes back, the players will need a month to get ready, so we are almost in April. So say the season say the season is to start in May, that means the entire April they'll need to get ready again and then there's a chance if it's in May and nothing adjusts in terms of schedule, you know, we'll still be able to go to the go to the rooftops or go to the bleachers at the end of May, which is when it was initially scheduled for. But I'm getting a little worried as each day goes on that we're probably not going to have baseball. Can you imagine that? A whole summer without baseball, a whole whole season without baseball. It's crazy, man. It is absolutely crazy. And on the same level of thinking, college football is probably in jeopardy too. I don't want to get people nervous or worried, but at some point here, we're going to have to figure out If the season for college football is even going to take place, if it's going to be on time. And then I guess the bigger question would be, should there be college football? Like I'm legit nervous about this, this virus ending and there's theories on whether or not this virus will come in waves, which is an even crazier thing to think about that we are in a wave right now. It may subside and then it may pick up again at some point in the year or at multiple points during the year. Like, that's crazy to think about in in and of itself. But I'm wondering, say we're quarantined for the good part of the spring. We get out maybe in June. And this is just me speaking. This is me talking out loud. But I'm just worried that if, if months go by that we're self-quarantined or in isolation, and then we get to a point in the summer where things are looking good, that the all clear has been signaled. Do we just go back to life as it was before? So does that mean college football just gets ready to kick off for this upcoming season? Like I, I'm just, I don't know that anyone has really talked through what life will look like right after we get out of this pandemic. And certainly there are bigger things to worry about right now. I mean, we're only at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, in America, but I just don't know if it makes sense to have college football. As much as it pains me to even ask that question and to to doubt whether or not there should be football, it just it doesn't seem like we should. But maybe sports is what we need. I mean, it was kind of cool about a week or ago, uh, a week or so ago, when the NFL continued its action and. And the league year officially kicked off, and then transactions were being made, and so Tom Brady is now a buccaneer and some of the other moves within the league. Like It was cool to have that news and and that chatter for Sports Talk Radio and for TV stations across the country, that they had some small morsel of sports information to, to speak to and to report on. That was cool. And I don't know that the NFL got any flack for that decision, to just keep action going, to keep the off season acquisitions open right now i I think it actually was a solid move because it it gives us something to to chew on something to whet our appetite with, but I think at some point soon here we're gonna have to address the the real question of whether or not there should be any football period this year, college and pros, and so i I don't know that I don't know that we're ready for that reality yet and again certainly there are bigger things that we should worry about right now but i'm just i'm putting it out there because i i just don't know i just don't feel confident that we're gonna have sports this year um it would be nice though i mean it'd be nice to go to a baseball game but i just i don't really know what's keeping you guys busy during this pandemic what are you guys doing indoors i really want to know hit me up if you need somebody to talk to I'm on Twitter at Cherry underscore Pickin. I'm around. I mean, we are all around. But yeah, I've just been enjoying time with my family, trying to stay in shape, trying to not eat as many sweets as possible. But yeah, I mean, this this is the new reality. And I'm hoping we're not in this reality for too long. I'm hoping that this pandemic and the lockdown ends because I'm starting to get a little bit of cabin fever. Which I think is probably a, a good... It's a good thing that I go out for runs. And I'm, you know, I'm certainly staying six feet away from other people. But this is... This is crazy, man. This is something that you read about in history books. This is something that your grandparents went through. But not our generation, right? And so this reality... It's crazy, man. I mean, I, I don't have any other words for, for this to describe this. It's crazy. It's It's scary. It's uncertain. It's unsettling. It's a whole bunch of things. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to spend it with my family. That we're all, you know, we're all safe. We're all inside. And I recently went to urgent care. I had an urgent care virtual visit about a week or so ago. And I was sick. And I thought, you know, I thought I had the flu or something. And I was hoping that it was for the flu. So I did an urgent care visit and I, we did it virtually. And I told them that my symptoms, I told them that I had the dry cough. I had a a high fever. I had coughed up some phlegm that was like all red. And so the urgent care staff said that I need to go to the ER, which I did. I was in and out fairly quickly. I I think this was at the beginning of the, the outbreak here in America, or the beginning of us realizing that there's an outbreak in America. So I was able to get in and out fairly quickly. I did the test, which was not fun. It was unpleasant. And so I got my results back just recently, and I tested positive for rhinovirus, which is a common cold. So fortunately, uh, you know, I'm blessed that it was nothing worse than that, but I do want to give a shout out to the hospital staff. I want to give a shout out to all the nurses, all the folks that are on the front lines of this pandemic, all the folks that are essential staff who are, you know, like your target or mail carriers or uh, whatever the case may be, those folks deserve a lot of credit, a lot of respect, and especially the doctors and the nurses, they're just trying to do their jobs, they're trying to stay safe, and they're trying to stay healthy, so I appreciate all the help and the support and all the care that you're giving to the world right now, we really need you more than ever, and I'm fortunate that my situation wasn't worse than that, than just the, the cough uh, or, or common cold, um, so I'm very, very fortunate. I'm very blessed, but I do pray for the folks that are um, going through this worse than I am. The folks that actually have coronavirus, the folks that are having issues right now, and are on respirators. And I just, I, I pray for, I pray for good outcomes for everyone. I mean, this, this seems crazy, what it's doing to the to the entire world and it's it's now in our backyard and I know we're not at the peak yet but I just pray that we're able to get through this as quickly as possible and as safely as possible without a a lot of loss of lives so I just want to say thank you to all this, this the doctors the nurses the folks that are working at Target or Walmart the folks that we depend on right now you guys are the backbone of this country and you guys are keeping us, keeping us well stocked, well fed, and I just want to say thank you. So with that, I want to thank you all for downloading this episode. It's just me rambling on right now. Um, hopefully, I'll have some more content to to share with you all fairly fairly soon here. But I've released about a handful of podcasts this off season. You can find them all at my website, cherrypickingsports.com. Please go there. You can find all my digital content. You can find my podcasts. I did a few with Casey Kane uh, not too long ago. So I hope you guys go to that site to get all my content. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please, if you would care to do so, um, drop me a five-star rating. I would appreciate that. And uh, I hope you guys all stay safe, like I said. And I can't wait to talk to you all soon. So thank you for downloading this show. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Take care. Be safe. And I'll talk to you. Take care. Thank you again for tuning into my Cherry picking Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe to my show and drop me a rating on Apple Podcasts. All of my digital content can be found at the website cherrypickinsports.com. If you are looking to interact with me via social media, my Twitter handle is at cherry underscore pickin'. That's P I C K. On my Twitter, you'll also find a link to my blog where I post my weekly college football predictions and analysis. I can also be reached via email at cherrypickinsports at gmail.com. Please feel free to reach out to me regarding what you like about this podcast or about what content you'd like to hear more of on future episodes. I sincerely thank you for your support, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Take care.